Judges 15 1-16 Later on, at the time of the wheat harvest, Samson took a young goat and went to visit his wife. I want to go to my wife in her room, he said. But her father would not let him enter. I was sure that you thoroughly hated her, said her father, so I gave her to one of the men who accompanied you. Is not her younger sister more beautiful than she? Please take her instead, Samson said to them, this time I will be blameless in doing harm to the Philistines. Then Samson went out and caught three hundred foxes. And he took torches, turned the foxes tail to tail, and fastened a torch between each pair of tails. Then he lit the torches and released the foxes into the standing grain of the Philistines, burning up the piles of grain and the standing grain, as well as the vineyards and olive groves. Who did this? The Philistines demanded. It was Samson, the son-in-law of the Timnite, they were told. For his wife was given to his companion. So the Philistines went up and burned her and her father to death. And Samson told them, Because you have done this, I will not rest until I have taken vengeance upon you. And he struck them ruthlessly with a great slaughter, and then went down and stayed in the cave at the rock of Edom. Then the Philistines went up, camped in Judah, and deployed themselves near the town of Lehi. Why have you attacked us? said the men of Judah. The Philistines replied, We have come to arrest Samson and pay him back for what he has done to us. In response, three thousand men of Judah went to the cave at the rock of Edom, and they asked Samson, Do you not realize that the Philistines rule over us? What have you done to us? I have done to them what they did to me, he replied. But they said to him, We have come down to arrest you and hand you over to the Philistines. Samson replied, Swear to me that you will not kill me yourselves. No, they answered, We will not kill you, but we will tie you up securely and hand you over to them. So they bound him with two new ropes and led him up from the rock. When Samson arrived in Lehi, the Philistines came out shouting against him. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. The ropes on his arms became like burnt flax, and the bonds broke loose from his hands. He found the fresh jawbone of a donkey, reached out his hand and took it, and struck down a thousand men. Then Samson said, With the jawbone of a donkey I have piled them into heaps. With the jawbone of a donkey I have slain a thousand men. And when Samson had finished speaking, he cast the jawbone from his hand, and he named that place Ramat Lehi. And being very thirsty, Samson cried out to the Lord, You have accomplished this great deliverance through your servant. Must I now die of thirst and fall into the hands of the uncircumcised? So God opened up the hollow place in Lehi, and water came out of it. When Samson drank, his strength returned, and he was revived. That is why he named it an and it remains in Lehi to this day. And Samson judged Israel for twenty years in the days of the Philistines. One day Samson went to Gaza, where he saw a prostitute and went in to spend the night with her. When the Gesites heard that Samson was there, they surrounded that place and lay in wait for him all night at the city gate. They were quiet throughout the night, saying, Let us wait until dawn, then we will kill him. But Samson lay there only until midnight, when he got up, took hold of the doors of the city gate and both gateposts, and pulled them out, bar and all. Then he put them on his shoulders and took them to the top of the mountain overlooking Hebron. Some time later, Samson fell in love with a woman in the valley of Sork, whose name was Delilah. The lords of the Philistines went to her and said, Entice him and find out the source of his great strength and how we can overpower him to tie him up and subdue him. Then each one of us will give you eleven hundred shekels of silver. So Delilah said to Samson, Please tell me the source of your great strength and how you can be tied up and subdued. Samson told her, If they tie me up with seven fresh bowstrings that have not been dried, I will become as weak as any other man. So the lords of the Philistines brought her seven fresh bowstrings that had not been dried, and she tied him up with them. While the men were hidden in her room, she called out, Samson, the Philistines are here. But he snapped the bowstrings like a strand of yarn seared by a flame. 
so the source of his strength remained unknown. Then Delilah said to Samson, You have mocked me and lied to me. Now please tell me how you can be tied up. He replied, If they tie me up with new ropes that have never been used, I will become as weak as any other man. So Delilah took new ropes, tied him up with them, and called out, Samson, the Philistines are here. But while the men were hidden in her room, he snapped the ropes off his arms like they were threads. Then Delilah said to Samson, You have mocked me and lied to me all along. Tell me how you can be tied up. He told her, If you weave the seven braids of my head into the web of a loom and tighten it with a pin, I will become as weak as any other man. So while he slept, Delilah took the seven braids of his hair and wove them into the web. Then she tightened it with a pin and called to him, Samson, the Philistines are here. But he awoke from his sleep and pulled out the pin with the loom and the web. How can you say, I love you, she asked, when your heart is not with me? This is the third time you have mocked me and failed to reveal to me the source of your great strength. Finally, after she had pressed him daily with her words and pleaded until he was sick to death, Samson told her all that was in his heart, My hair has never been cut, because I have been a Nazarite to God from my mother's womb. If I am shaved, my strength will leave me, and I will become as weak as any other man. When Delilah realized that he had revealed to her all that was in his heart, she sent this message to the lords of the Philistines, Come up once more, for he has revealed to me all that is in his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came to her, bringing the money in their hands. And having lulled him to sleep on her lap, she called a man to shave off the seven braids of his head. In this way she began to subdue him, and his strength left him. Then she called out, Samson, the Philistines are here. When Samson awoke from his sleep, he thought, I will escape as I did before and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. Then the Philistine seized him, gouged out his eyes, and brought him down to Gaza, where he was bound with bronze shackles and forced to grind grain in the prison. However, the hair of his head began to grow back after it had been shaved. Now the lords of the Philistines gathered together to offer a great sacrifice to their god Dagon. They rejoiced and said, Our God has delivered Samson our enemy into our hands. And when the people saw him, they praised their God, saying, Our God has delivered into our hands our enemy who destroyed our land and multiplied our dead. And while their hearts were merry, they said, Call for Samson to entertain us. So they called Samson out of the prison to entertain them. And they stationed him between the pillars. Samson said to the servant who held his hand, Lead me where I can feel the pillars supporting the temple, so I can lean against them. Now the temple was full of men and women, all the lords of the Philistines were there, and about three thousand men and women were on the roof watching Samson entertain them. Then Samson called out to the Lord, O Lord God, please remember me. Strengthen me, O God, just once more, so that with one vengeful blow I may pay back the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson reached out for the two central pillars supporting the temple. Bracing himself against them with his right hand on one pillar and his left hand on the other, Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. Then he pushed with all his might, and the temple fell on the lords and all the people in it. So in his death he killed more than he had killed in his life. Then Samson's brothers and his father's family came down, carried him back, and buried him between Zorah and Eshtaol in the tomb of his father Manoah. And he had judged Israel twenty years. John 2 1-25 And on the third day a wedding took place in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there, and also Jesus was invited, and his disciples, to the wedding. And of the wine having been deficient, the mother of Jesus says to him, They have no wine. And Jesus says to her, What to me and to you, woman? My hour is not yet come. His mother says to the servants, Whatever he may say to you, do it. Now there were six stone water jars standing there, according to the purification of the Jews, having space for two or three meterty. Jesus says to them, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. 
And he says to them, Now draw some out and carry it to the master of the feast. And they carried it. And when the master of the feast had tasted the water having become wine, and did not know from where it is but the servants having drawn the water knew the master of the feast calls the bridegroom, and he says to him, Every man first sits out the good wine, and when they might have drunk freely, the inferior, you have kept the good wine until now. This was the beginning of the signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee, and he revealed his glory. And his disciples believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum, he and his mother and his brothers, and his disciples, and they stayed there not many days. And the Passover of the Jews was near, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And he found in the temple those selling oxen and sheep and doves, and the money changers sitting. And having made a whip of cords, he drove out all from the temple, both sheep and oxen, and he poured out the coins of the money changers and overthrew the tables. And to those selling doves he said, Take these things from here. Do not make my father's house a house of trade. His disciples remembered that it is written, The zeal of your house will consume me. So the Jews answered and said to him, What sign do you show to us that you do these things? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Therefore the Jews said, This temple was built in forty and six years, and you will raise it up in three days? But he was speaking concerning the temple of his body. Therefore when he was raised up out from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. And when he was in Jerusalem in the Passover, in the feast, many believed in his name, beholding his signs that he was doing. But Jesus on his part did not did entrust himself to them, because of his knowing all men, and because he had no need that anyone should testify concerning man, for he himself knew what was in man. Psalm 103 1-22 of David. Bless the Lord, O my soul, all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget all his kind deeds he who forgives all your iniquities and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with loving devotion and compassion, who satisfies you with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in loving devotion. He will not always accuse us, nor harbor his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins or repaid us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his loving devotion for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows our frame, he is mindful that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grassy blooms like a flower of the field. When the wind passes over, it vanishes, and its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting the loving devotion of the Lord extends to those who fear Him, and His righteousness to their children's children to those who keep His covenant and remember to obey His precepts. The Lord has established His throne in heaven, and His kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, all His angels mighty in strength who carry out His word, who hearken to the voice of His command. Bless the Lord, all His hosts, you servants who do His will. Bless the Lord, all His works in all places of His dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Proverbs 14 17-19 A quick-tempered man acts foolishly, and a devious man is hated. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. The evil bow before the good, and the wicked at the gates of the righteous.